Made on Zencaster. Welcome to the Inquisitive Project. My name is Dylan and I am your host and the creator of this channel. We have a mission to learn and apply godly principles by thinking deeper about everyday things. The idea for our name came from my favorite series of movies, The Lord of the Rings, uh, specifically The Return of the King. Uh, Gandalf says to Pippin, of all the inquisitive hobbits Peregrine took, you are the worst. That uh, curiosity uh, trait that Pippin has is always getting him into trouble, um, and in this case all of Middle-earth, but that is something that I could relate to. So it stuck with me. The quote itself is not, you know, particularly positive, but that with that word inquisitive, I just I love it. Um, so yeah, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna think deeper about everyday things and see what we can learn from it. Think deeper. That's all it is. In the future, um, this will be an entire you know project. I'm hoping to have podcasts, videos, and written content. Uh, but today we're just gonna start with a YouTube channel with a couple videos. Uh, so thanks for joining me. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, start um, with today's topic. Um, it's going to come from a quote from The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, uh, another one of Gandalf's quotes here. Your fingers would remember their old strength better if they grasped your sword. All right, guys, let's take a quick minute to thank our sponsors over at Anchor.fm. These guys are great. They helped me start my podcast. It's completely free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, right in the browser. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, in so many more places. They also help you make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. It's what I use to get this podcast started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Ooh. I'm going to repeat that. Your fingers would remember their old strength better. If they grasped your sword. So today I want to talk about old strength renewed. I could go for days on this topic, by the way. So shortening it down to a, a not so lengthy video is going to be a little difficult. But here we go. I have watched these movies probably over a hundred times. I even dedicated my first tattoo to the return of the king and the idea of perfect restoration. In the scene that our quote is from, Gandalf has just restored King Theoden from the magical hold that Saruman had over him. Utilizing amazing digital editing, uh, Theoden goes from this extremely frail old man to a weathered warrior, and strong king again. Dark have been my dreams of late, he says. 
And then he looks down at his fingers and, del- and Gandalf delivers our quote. Your fingers would remember their old strength better if they grasped your sword. Gandalf is saying, your sword will remind you of who you once were and who you can be again, Theoden. You were a mighty warrior, a king worthy of honor. Dark have been your dreams of late, yes, but now your strength is restored. Your memories are back, and you can lead your people to victory again. Now, just to be clear, I'm not talking to you Uncle Ricos out there. This isn't about missed opportunities in high school that you could have if, if you could go through, if you could time travel. I'm not talking to the people who only think and talk about the glory days and how tough they used to be. Nobody cares that you used to walk up uphill to school both ways in the snow in the scorching heat. Those days are done. Your life was harder than ours. We get it. You used to be tough. Whatever. If you're trying to teach me a lesson by comparing us and putting me down in the process, you are hardly inspiring. Today I am addressing and talking to the people who have forgotten what they had. The people who are tired of feeling tired and are ready to be restored to their full potential. Now I doubt that any of us have really had the wisest and most powerful wizard in the history of Middle Earth take over our brain. But, there is no doubt in my mind that up until this point, you have at some point forgotten what it's all about. Maybe you've forgotten what your potential is. Maybe you've forgotten what you've originally set out to do. Your end goals, your life goals, career goals, family goals. It's easy to get sidetracked. But today, let's remember what it's all about. I remember in high school, uh, I dreamt up this group of characters. And I wrote, in my mind, I wrote hundreds of stories about them throughout time and space. And I, I, I remember, I always thought that I was going to like compiling them, but compile them into this amazing novel. And I would put so much time and effort into the project that it would be absolutely perfect and inspire minds all over the world. The first time I actually wrote one of those stories was four years out of high school. Seven years after I had the original idea. Seven years. Years. That is lazy. That is ridiculous. Now, I did have a realistic expectation. I knew that no fictional story is perfect. 
I knew that they would not inspire people as many people as I thought. But that th- th- those hurdles are not what stopped me from writing these stories down. It's actually... Well, life got in the way. I was an athlete in high school. Very active in youth group. And then I got interested in a girl my senior year and dated her for four years. After high school, I uh, worked full-time and went to to college full-time. In four years, out of high school, she broke up with me. And for the first time in my adult life, I stopped to evaluate where I was. I was far from where I was, should have been, financially. I was far from finishing college. But the one thing I was farthest from was God. I'd lost sight of him. And it was hardly my ex-girlfriend's fault. She might not have been supportive of my chasing God, but the fact that I forgot what the end goal was was completely my fault. I let it slip away. My fault. Seven years slipped by and I had nothing written to show for. All the creativity I had been daydreaming about the entire time. I was always editing the stories in my head, always developing the characters in my head, but nothing was written down, nothing to show for it. Nothing at all. Pitiful. I lost sight. So here I was, engagement ring in hand, that God thankfully somehow kept me from giving to her. I had a shattered heart. And additionally, one of the greatest epiphanies that I've ever had. Just because I wasn't going against God's will. I wasn't purposely going away from Him. But that doesn't mean I wasn't running from Him. My end goal was to be described as a godly man. Like David, I wanted to be a man after God's own heart. But I wasn't doing a darn thing to prove that to the casual onlooker. If anyone had looked into my life, they would never have said that I was a dedicated Christian. I was complacent for those years. I'd forgotten who I was, forgotten what the end goal was. And one of the sadder parts, one of my parents' goals for me and my brothers was to reject passivity. I had failed them. And they let me. They had to let me. Right? I am my father's son. You can't tell me 
that I'm doing the wrong thing because I, I can give you a million reasons why it's the right thing. And even in an argument, just because the other person is right, I'm not wrong. To give you an ex- sidetrack here, to give you an example, I remember during the summer growing up, my dad would always be like, "The you know, he didn't want to pay for AC, so we never, we didn't have AC. We just ran an attic fan during the night, and then he'd say, you know, the, the, the house would stay cool if you guys would keep all these doors shut. And then literally 10 minutes later, me and my brothers caught him walking into the house and leaving a door open. Granted, he was only filling up his water bottle and then going back outside. It was like maybe 30, 45 seconds max, but we still caught him. So we confronted him and said, Dad, you told us not to leave the doors open to keep the house cool, and now you're doing it. So he was wrong, right? Double standard. You know what his response was? Yes, but that door is in the shade right now, so it doesn't matter as much. We were right, but he wasn't wrong and he passed that argumentative stubborn hard-headedness down so for the four years when i was complacent and not doing anything my parents had to let me fail because they knew that they couldn't tell me otherwise i'm sure it was a heartbreaking decision for them They had to just wait and pray. They had to surrender to prayer. Surrender to God and become prayer warriors. And they waited. And then one day, I was heartbroken. But finally ready to remember all the things that they taught me. Four things that my dad laid out for me. He took me out to dinner when I was in 5th or 6th grade, something like that. And he said, Dylan, these are the things that a man does. Four things. Reject passivity was one of them. That's a, no, that was the first one. Lead courageously. Accept responsibility and expect the greater reward. Those four things. That is what a man of God does. You can bet my parents were not rejecting passivity in their raising of us. So where was I in my parents' vision for my life? With this shattered heart and complacent for the last four years? I was so far from it. But I was ready to remember my old strength better. I had been derailed. How do you get back on track after such a devastating, devastating moment in life? You need a plan. So I dove into the Word, the Word of God, and I mean I dove, right? I read almost the entire New Testament in a week. I also took a more formal approach to leading my parents a young adults group that they that they held hosted in their home I was ready to learn about leadership and apply more Christian principles to my leadership and position at work and above all I was ready to reject passivity I was sick and tired of being complacent
I was down on myself, sure, but I was tired of it. So I rejected it with everything I had. I was ready to remember my old strength. I am relentlessly optimistic. That's a strength of mine. In fact, as a kid, I was always smiling. When I was young, I, I was just running around always having a good time. That was me. But, so where was that happy, cute kid? I fell into a lie that a lot of people are unfortunately falling to, into and believing. That tomorrow is a better day to stop procrastinating. But I climbed out of that lie and I was ready to start working on my dream of becoming a godly man. My sword was the Bible and as well as my parents' vision that they had laid out for my life. My old strength was renewed. I don't have a sob story. I didn't fall into drugs or hookup culture, which are easy to do after a devastating breakup. But as for who I was in my character... I was so far from where I belonged. I can have an influence on people. I can be optimistic. I can dream and do things. I just need to remember my old strengths better. Isaiah 40, verse 29 through 31. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not grow faint. You hear that? That's old strength being restored. Ready to rise up again. Remember what it's all about. And get back into that vision that God and my parents had for my life. Thanks for listening. Be good and be careful. And until next time, think deeper.